0: Good evening, and welcome to the Doctor Zeus Film Podcast, motherfuckers. I'm in a I'm in a good mood. Oh, it wants me to put my seatbelt on. I'm in a really good mood. Let's just say, freedom, uh, new adventures coming. As for the podcast, it's always fun. It's always good. So, film. Yesterday we talked about the effervescent, the iconic. The inspiring The gay icon Judy Garland I uh, We could put Liza in that same canon It's like whenever you tell someone you like Liza Minnelli Are you gay? Maybe You know <laughs> We could ask David Sedaris though. I don't even think he is Is he a Liza Minnelli fan? I don't know I don't know I, He doesn't go to the meetings Yes, I am that fool who loves heavy metal and then I love the cabaret soundtrack. To hear her sing, maybe this time, you know, it's, it's Liza. It's Liza with a Z. And this is Pride Month. Some gay films are coming out. But see, uh, back in the day, remember Logo? Remember when Logo was big? Now Logo is basically the RuPaul Network. I love Ru. I love Ru to death. And it plays old episodes of Will and Grace. But back then, you know, certain films that had gay storylines were either straight to video. And then, and then you know, Brokeback changed all of that. I was not a fan of Brokeback. I love Hugh... Hugh... I almost said Hugh Hefner, oh my 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 brain is fried. Uh, Heath Ledger, I loved Heath Ledger in it, you know, I was he the top or the bottom? I don't know. I don't remember. I only watched Brokeback maybe like three times, but then you kind I kind of felt for Michelle Williams character because she sees it. You know, she sees them kissing and all that, yeah. And then, uh, what I noticed was there was like a sea change in film. And then the, a single man changed all of that. And here you had Colin Firth uh, playing George Falconer Falconer in A Single Man, which is such a beautiful film, such a such a heartbreaking film. It's such a beautiful film, beautifully photographed. It's Tom Ford, so well, everyone has to dress um, snappy in it. And so, films really have kind of, in terms of what I love, is that you don't you don't have to call them gay films anymore. They're just films. If it's two women or two men, if it's transgendered or um, non-binary, bisexual. It's all good. And I love that there's that, you know, Frances McDormand said it when she, remember when she won the the one of three for uh, three billboards out of fucking Ebbing, Missouri, as I like to call it. And she said, I have two words to leave with you inclusion, writer. I love when she gives those speeches. I really do. Uh, Some people that I know think she's weird. I like weird. I'm weird. Come on. It's the Dr. Zeus film podcast. As I drive, I record. We talk about film. It's almost midnight. Fuck it. So, as Francis McDormand said, inclusion writer, I have some films that I want you all to watch. Because it is Pride Month. First one, of course, Milk. Sean Penn, who's... That's the funny thing about Sean Penn That I loved about Milk Sean Penn doesn't always smile in his movies But in Milk, he smiles all the time A single man The color purple Because the color purple does deal with LGBTQ themes And Moonlight Moonlight is such a powerful movie and it's told in three parts. Great cast. Beautifully photographed. And that's the thing about Pride. Is that in terms of the films. Now the, the writing is better. Okay. Because back then if you did a, a LGBTQ film. Someone is either dying... Or someone is either... Mentally ill... Or committed a crime... Remember... I love this film... But yeah... There is this aspect of the film... Rebel Without a Cause... And the late... Mm. Salminio, Who was gay in real life... And played... Plato, who's obviously in love with James Dean's character, who, who could, who wouldn't be in love with him, and is shot. You know, he he gets the gun and and he, uh, yeah, he goes to jail. I think for shooting puppies, or and then they let him out. So there's that aspect, you know, in terms of the the stereotypes, yeah, which aren't. I don't even want to say unfortunate. They're fucked up. They're fucked up. And yeah, sometimes people play into the stereotypes. Films are films are along the lines of a really good meal. If you really can make it through that meal, you've you've got the you've got the beginning, you've got and then you get to the main course and then you have to dig in. That really is the crux of a good film, whether it's film noir, a comedy, a screwball comedy, an action. Here's the thing: action films, yeah, they get they get a bad rap because yeah, it's not always about the dialogue. It's just it's about Michael Bay having an orgasm. I yeah, I said it. He had an orgasm. It's called an explosion. Or the superhero films. And yes, I am looking forward to Venom 2. Carnage! There will be carnage. Anytime Tom Hardy does something, it, for me, it's like a Michael Bay orgasm. Not me per Well, maybe. I don't know. But has he worked with Michael Bay yet? I don't know. I love Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy is not your quintessential British actor. He gets dirty. He gets naked, motherfuckers. If you saw him in the TV series Taboo, oh, he got fucking naked. He got down and dirty. He was wearing bearskins. He was even showing his skins, his foreskins. It's England. Come on. We're all friends here. And also, he was brutal in the revenant it was brutal and he got nominated for an Oscar for it also I don't think it hurt that he had done uh Mad Max Fury Road with Charlize Theron where they supposedly I don't even fucking care if they didn't get along they probably fucked and realized they didn't get along who knows That's what happens You're on a movie set Oh I fucking hate you Uh, 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 uh. I know I'm talking about this on a podcast But come on it's the Dr. Seuss Film Podcast I've had a long Couple of months I feel very I feel released As the band would say I shall be released okay I have been On to the next thing And when I do these podcasts And we talk about film In this intimate setting Where I, I, it's like we don't need no badges I don't need to show you no stinking badges I don't really need that microphone all the time Costs a lot of money But that's iOS (laughs) Yeah, this is going to be a short one tonight No film clips No, um, you know, razzle dazzle as Billy... Flynn would say in Chicago. Wasn't that such a good film? I know a lot of people didn't like it, but I loved it. I love the the relationship between Renee Zellweger's character and Catherine Zeta-Jones and Richard Gere. It was a what? Oh, and Queen Latifah. Queen Latifah. I, I've always been a fan of her music and her acting. I love the show Living Single more than I did Friends. Ugh. Queen Latifah got nominated for an Oscar for playing Mama Morton. Chicago, when you're good to Mama, oh yeah, oh yeah. And she lost to Catherine Zeta-Jones. That's pretty cool. Chicago was a film that just fucking blew it all open. I would recommend Chicago too. Chicago kind of reminded me a little bit of Cab- like Cabaret because Cabaret was dark. Cabaret, I I would also put that on the LGBTQ list because you have Michael York who unfortunately is not doing well and then you have this other actor, this German actor and they are both sleeping with each other and Liza Minnelli, not at the same time because that would be an interesting threesome, Liza with the three Uh, and then you have Joel Grey's character the MC, Vicka Vita, remember that remember that him and Liza won Oscars. Yeah. Uh yeah. The director won an Oscar. Beat out the Godfather, but the Godfather won Best Picture. So yeah. That's the Doctor Zeus Film podcast in a nutshell tonight. LGBTQ films. Pride month. Unpleasant dreams.